Hi, this is Marilyn Crump, expert dream catcher, business coach and mentor, and creator of the Dream Success Strategy Podcast, where we teach you principles that help you shift your mindset into abundance and achieve the dreams that you desire. Today, let's talk about the word confidence. The word confidence is a powerful thing. Are you confident in the things that you do? Are you confident in the way you move through the world? And what happens when you're not confident and how can you gain more confidence? In my life, I have always depended on my own talents. Growing up as a military brat, we moved everywhere. And so I had to lean on the certain things that I was able to collect as a talent. So that would be reading. I loved, I was confident in, in learning things. I was confident when it came to participating in school and I was confident when it came to other nerdy aspects, if you will, like I loved computer programming, all these things. But the things that I was not confident in was meeting new people. I was not confident in performing in front of people. I was not confident in public speaking. And there's and probably many of you that's like, okay, yes, you're saying those things and I'm not confident in those as well. How did you become confident in it? So one thing that you have to bring about when you're working on your confidence is really that perception of whether you're being judged or not. Half the time when I'm not feeling confident in myself, it's because I'm anticipating the judgments that other people might have and according to what I'm trying to do. And especially when it was performing, you were being scrutinized I thought that, you know, if people weren't happy with your performance, then they would be not so nice to you or they would think badly of you. So it'd be hard for you to try it again. So people's opinions mattered a lot to the point where I couldn't say no to even situations where I was asked to do something because I wanted to please people so badly. And part of that people pleasing definitely worked hand in hand with my lack of confidence because I didn't have the confidence to say no. No, I don't want to do that. No, I don't think that that would be fun for me to do. But instead of confidently saying no, I would meekly say yes. And as you know, life progressed and you meet people and especially when you were when you're young and you want to have a relationship, I found that I was not confident in the future. And so I made a choice to marry someone I barely knew and that relationship didn't have a good foundation because it was my lack of confidence to stick it out and maybe learn even more about somebody before I committed to them. But all of that in hindsight, right? I mean, lots of things in hindsight you want to fix, but how do you keep moving forward from here? So I had to recognize that in myself, that my lack of confidence got me into some really crazy situations. And I needed to figure out ways to make myself be confident again, be confident in relationships, be confident in parenting, be confident in business, and in getting out there and performing and speaking. How to do that step by step when there's not a lot of people encouraging you. So what I had to figure out was, Okay, you got to find just um, enough strength and courage to get through one day. 
of feeling confident. So I would take myself out on dates and kind of walk around and going, okay, I'm going to be confident sitting here in a restaurant by myself and confidently like hold my head up high, even if I'm lonely, I'm just going to try that. So once you survive something like that, that you've chosen to say, this is going to be my moment of confidence then I chose to write it down and remember it so that I can keep the feeling with me as long as possible. And then I could give myself other challenges like speaking up and saying no. So confidence is a practiced word. You can't just wake up confident sometimes, especially if your past has created other types of like trauma and turmoil in your life. But what you can do is work it like a muscle. Find ways for you to get yourself in a position where you have to show up confident, where you have to speak up. And so networking meetings, uh, instead of just kind of standing in a corner somewhere, I would muster up enough courage to walk up to somebody and say, hello, this is me and uh, this is what I'm trying to do today and how are you? And I then started realizing that Maybe the other person I'm interacting with is not as confident. And what can I do to help them bridge their confidence so that together we're having a pretty even confident conversation? And once I started teaching other people the confidence that they needed to succeed, it definitely brought about more confidence in myself. So as a dance teacher, let's put that as an example, I would meet people who wanted to learn how to ballroom dance. and they have the tools, meaning they can walk straight and they know how to move their arms and legs. But however, the, the mindset, the confidence was lacking. People would say, oh, I've never been good at dancing or I feel embarrassed to get out there. or I'm not, I've never learned this before, so I don't even know if I'll be any good at it. And the teacher in me would say, it's all about showing you, from, from me as the teacher, showing you the right steps to do allowing you to make mistakes in the learning process, you're not supposed to be confident in the beginning. And that's okay. I'd rather you be honest and say, I'm not confident about this move. Can you show me that again? That's the best way to learn instead of faking your confidence saying, oh, I got that. And you really didn't have it. And then once we put you to the test, then you can't perform it. Because instead of really diving deep and allowing yourself to feel vulnerable and to be taught at that moment, you skipped over that and just kind of faked this confidence. And so we don't want to fake it. And then if you're learning anything, just like dance, you have to experience what's messing you up. Because as a teacher, when I see that, oh, I see, you are putting your weight on the other foot just way too soon. If you just wait a second and then put your weight on that foot, you'll find that everything else will fall into place. And sure enough, making that mistake and making that mistake, you know, regardless of whether you're confident or not, the right person, the right uh, solution always comes about to say, ah, this is where you need to tweak because you were honest in your process. And so I wanted to also think about like ways to give you confidence when it comes to your goals, right? So just like the dance lesson, you're not going to be really good at everything all at once. It just doesn't happen that way. Uh, but what you can do is be dedicated to the process. 
I tell people that with every one hour of learning a ballroom dance step, you need at least three hours of practice to really solidify that into your body so that you can confidently do that move. So if you have one hour of a private lesson, you need three hours of practice. What sometimes people do is they skip the practice and then they use the lesson as a practice, which is fine, but I find that you won't learn as fast compared to the other people who were like, okay, I'm using this moment with my coach. I'm going to apply it here, but then I'm going to practice and move forward with what that person taught me so that the next time I'm in front of my coach, she can help me with something even better, even a better move, more turns, more flips, all these things. And so when you look at your goals, you say, okay, I have this new idea and I've been reading about it and listening to stuff about it. Well, that's good. That's your one hour of learning. Then you need three hours of implementing it. Does that make sense? Put that into your routine. So if a new thought comes into your mind and say, okay, I'm going to practice my 60 second networking speech. All right. Don't just practice it once. Practice it more times. Put yourself in a situation where you can even role play with someone else. So when we teach dance, we say, let's practice this. I'm going to pretend I don't have a clue. I'm not your instructor. I'm just a regular old dancer out there and I don't, I mean, we never danced together. So show me your moves. Okay. So being in that um, kind of framework helps you prepare for the real thing. So if you have somebody who's willing to listen or videotape yourself, go over that speech. Practice over and over again. Do a bunch of retakes. It's okay to not be good the first time. Don't let not being good the first time hinder your confidence. What you need to see is that how dedicated am I? And that should help you bring about more confidence so that you can keep moving forward with new goals, setting up new things to accomplish, being brave because you see that it's all about gaining the muscle and gaining the experience. And that is your formula to confidence. So hopefully that helped you today. Feel confident that you can do it. Feel confident that this dream success strategy is for you. I'm confident that it's helping you right? <laughs> like this is for you. This is why we do it. So keep in touch with me, Marilyn Crump. You can find my website, MarilynCrump.com. You can find me on Instagram. Look up the hashtag expert dream catcher. There's plenty of ways to kind of find me and stumble upon the things that I'm teaching other people. And of course, you're more than welcome to join us in our DSSC, which is our dream success strategy community. And that is available to you where we have masterminds and we talk about deep, deeper conversations when it comes to subjects like this, like our confidence, like our emotions, and all the things that we want to work through and work forward into moving into the dreams that we have set for ourselves. So until then, live your dream and be kind to one another and have confidence. Talk to you later.